TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Twitter questions sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Online at marksivenjewelers.com. Jack Fritz, Ike Reese, Elliot Shore Parks with us for the next half hour. Elliot, how was the, what was the mood in the Nova Care yesterday? I noticed... AJ didn't talk. Yeah, or no Devante. No AJ, no Devante. Um, which was, you know, disappointing. It would have been nice to hear from them. Obviously, AJ hasn't talked since he suffered the injury. Uh Darius Slay talked. I thought he probably said the most interesting things. Um, you know, outside of Kelsey and, and Fletcher really defending Sirianni, I thought Slay was very honest about what this team's problems were. And I was thinking about this last segment when we were talking about the final seven games. The real reason this season fell apart was the defense completely collapsed. And I think the switch at coordinator really impacted them. Slay talked openly about it, about how hard it was to go from one coordinator to the other, um, how Patricia was kind of you know, doing his own thing after they, they spent all of training camp and the first 11 weeks learning something else from Desai. And so I think ultimately when you look back at this season, the, the switch at coordinator was probably the reason this thing collapsed. Because if the defense is better against Arizona, they win that game. The defense, they were pretty good against Seattle. Well, they hold up that last drive. They hold up the last drive. Yeah. I mean, we could be talking about an Eagles team that's not even playing till this week. Yeah. Like, well, if they win those two games. It's so weird about the, the move on defensive coordinator because it's not the first time a defensive coordinator has been fired in season. It's like... I, demoted. Demoted, sorry. But actually, <laughs> I, I wonder if they went on and full-on fired him and didn't try to do this... He's right. running to it makes defense. it uncomfortable because he's still in the building. Exactly. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they fired I, Ken Dorsey. They hundred percent fired. Right, yeah, they didn't move yeah. him to another position. Yeah. No, and Joe Brady came in and that team kind of went off. Yeah. Like we we've seen this happen before. Just didn't like this was an example where it just didn't work. Well, one yeah. issue might be Matt Patricia might not be a great coach. But it, which but, which you should remember when you promote all these Belichick guys you want to hire. Well, but, Belichick's the key of that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but the, but I the think figurehead. So obviously we're not in Buffalo, so we don't know like exactly what happened. But I think the difference <laughs> is with uh Joe Brady there, I don't know how much he changed things. It sounds like Patricia came in and really changed things. Well, in season, which is hard to do. Hassan became a flat curl flat defender. Yeah, Hassan yeah, became yeah. A, a, nick, a nickel corner. <laughs> I don't. I would hope Belichick wouldn't do that. I, I think Belichick would have him rushing the passer because yeah. he's a brilliant defensive yes. line, per usual. Uh, but three cuts here I wanted to play. Uh, obviously, Jalen talked yesterday. Uh, and I don't really get the sense that we're, we're going to get much change from Jalen. Really listen to, to some of these cuts. So this is Jalen talking about his leadership role uh, heading into next year. Here's, here's Jalen. You've heard people say a lot this, this season, you need to be a more assertive or outgoing leader. When you hear that, what what goes through your mind? <laughs> um, like I said, there are, um, there are things that uh, was once said to make me great, um, to make me a special uh, individual, special leader, um, an impacting and uplifting guy that 
maybe one may find as an issue now, but I've said it this whole time. It's all based off of results. He's right. Yeah, I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, he didn't say anything wrong there. If he doesn't turn the ball over 10 more times this year, we're probably not talking about this. Mm -hmm. But I think the other truth is, with all these athletes, and we'll talk about Jalen here, he probably wasn't the flawless leader we thought in 2022, and he's also probably not the terrible leader he's being viewed as now. Like, it's probably somewhere in the middle. But the results were way better in 2022. He didn't turn the ball over, right? Now this year, he fumbled it five more times. So it's not like... That means he needs to be more vocal on the sideline because he's fumbling it. Like, he's always been this way. So I think it's it's true. But I also think Jalen should learn probably from some of the lessons this year on, like, interacting with teammates and all those things that, that would help moving forward. He, sound, he sounded to me almost, like, confused. Like, all of a sudden now all this stuff's coming up about him as a leader. He's like, well, I didn't really change. I'm just kind of this is, this is how I am. Yeah, and I think I think at some point, but he, he said it at the end. He's absolutely right whether – you know, he had an epiphany or somebody told him, like, whatever. This is why people are reacting now this way. It is about results. Mm. It is about results. That stuff, it's the same thing with Nick Sirianni. When he when he was winning, he was doing the things he was doing on the sideline. Everybody found it endearing. Yeah, when you're not winning anymore, people don't want to see that stuff. And and people, now your personality becomes somewhat of a, it becomes an, uh, irritating to people. And, and, and they don't give you as much rope. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm just saying that's the reality of the situation. And his demeanor works when you're winning and no one is asking you to be a vocal leader. No one is asking you to uplift everyone else. Right? But when you go on a two or three game losing streak, yeah, people are going to look to the quarterback. You know, we we got on Patrick Mahomes about whining and complaining, but you know what he did? Showed emotion and that he cared. Mm-hmm. He's yelling and screaming. He's having outer body experiences out there when they were losing. They're in the second round of the playoffs right now. And they were in the Super Bowl. They righted the ship. They didn't bail on anybody. No fingers started getting pointed. His leadership is never questioned out there. And I'm not saying Jalen's a bad leader. What I'm saying is you got to understand the dynamics of a locker room, and this is what Jalen has to understand. You've been, you've been at programs that have won the majority of time. So you haven't had to deal with three, four, five-game losing streaks and having to be the guy. You're in Philadelphia now. Mm -hmm. We go nuts over a two-game losing streak. Mm -hmm. And I I do think, too, with Jalen, like it's worth pointing out, a lot has changed in his life over the last year. Mm -hmm. Like he's the face of – or not the face, but he's a Jordan athlete. He's, you know, Hulu. Like he's got $250 million. He's like considered a top-five quarterback. I would imagine for any human, that's a lot to take in in one year in terms of how that impacts how people treat you, how people view you, how you feel around other people. So I don't think that Jalen's issues this year are beyond fixing by any stretch. Right. But I would ask you guys this. like, Why is it that people feel Jalen can bounce back from a bad year, but no one gives Nick that same benefit of the doubt? Like, if you're down on Nick, why aren't you down on Jalen? And if you don't think Nick, if you don't think Nick can fix it, why can Jalen fix it? They've been tied at the hip. They've had success together. Like, why do you think Jalen gets the benefit of the doubt that Nick and really Brian Johnson are not? Mm-hmm. I just think people believe in Jalen more. Yeah. I, I don't think people really believe in Nick Sirianni. And I, I think that they view him more as he's here because, obviously, I think people view him as more of a puppet than, oh, my God, he's, he's, he's out scheming people. I, I think people saw what Jalen did last year on the field, and I, I just think they believe in him more. So I think that is it. I think people think Nick, Nick doesn't do much here. But then how can he be the problem, too? 
Like, like, so I agree with you. I think people view Nick as along for the ride. But if he's along for the ride, then how is he, how is he in charge of the crash this year? Yeah, well, like because- if, he's, if he doesn't have the steering wheel, why is he the guy that's got to go? Like, the guys that drive the car are Jalen and Howie. Those are the two guys. Like, if we're going to cast blame this year, Nick is third there. Jalen is one. Howie is two. Nick is three. Because the first two aren't going anywhere. But that, but so I don't think. That's a simple answer right there. First two aren't going anywhere. I just, but this is why I don't think replacing Nick fixes the problem. So then what is then, then what's, what is his tangible thing then? What do you, like, what's, what does he do then? Well, so I think Nick does do things. Like, this is why I think Nick should be back. Like, A, this team was a mess before Nick got here. Like, Howie didn't get along with head coaches, right? The offense was bad before Nick got here. Jalen was a backup quarterback that the whole league passed on pretty much twice before Nick got here. Like, so I, I think that what Nick has done, A, I do believe he's a culture builder. Like, I think that is important. And it's, while everyone wants to say his offense is broken and, like, he's not an offensive genius, he might not be a McVay or a Shanahan or whatever, but his offensive numbers stack right up to their numbers, and they have talent too. It's not like they don't have players. Don't don't start pulling numbers out. Numbies. Well, the, num- well, the numbers are on I know my you side. have them ready. That's why I no know. one wants yeah, to wait. hear them. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't wait. That's why no one wants to hear them. My, back to Jalen real quick. I, I'm curious. Like, who's the last – what's the last great quarterback that was, like, this stoic? Because even – people say Brady, right? But Brady was up and down. Doing, like, he was he was always yelling at people throwing yeah. high bats. Yeah, Brady and, wasn't stoic No, at he all. wasn't stoic. No, but, yeah. but whatever. Like, yeah. winning time. I just – it's not to critique Jalen. I'm little. I'm just trying to, to think of a guy – who was kind of perceived as by himself, sure, lead by example, which is mm-hmm. which a, a lot of great players do. But who's the last one that's that's been great like that? Now, most of them, most of them are going to have somewhat of a. Now, even Aaron Rodgers did had a little bit of a personality. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. When you're talking about those those upper echelon quarterbacks, most of them do have somewhat of a personality yeah. to them. I don't know. I, just, I think it's interesting as we uh, evaluate him going forward. Here's the thing. Before, and before we get to the phones, I know people waiting to get in here. I'll just say this with Jalen and why, you know, it's perceived as an issue. Because it's one thing to be this way during the game mm-hmm. in the midst of chaos, right, in the game. You're sitting over there. You're locked in or what have you. But when that's the way that you are with your teammates, that's not good. See, it's one thing if you're that way as a player – but then you say, okay, you guys don't really get to see him like we do behind closed doors. He lets his hair down. He's the life of the party. He, you know, he's very easy. You know, he, he knows how to sit over there and hold court, tell stories, this and that and the other. So your teammates get to see a different side of you, right? But if it's, it seems like the teammates are seeing the same view of Jalen that we see from the television. Well, well it's, it's kind of like how you guys talk about Andy. Like right. When Andy yes. talks to the media, when Andy's on the sidelines. Great example. But, but behind the scenes, you guys always talk we about We get it. a different Andy Reid behind the scenes. That's exact, That's a great example. We get Because if Andy was that way, and I'll give you an example about a guy who is that way. You might not like that, Jack. But if Andy is that way, he wouldn't have the players that love him the way that mm-hmm. we do and that are loyal to him and will die for him, so to speak. Bill Belichick is the same way. In front of the camera, with the media, with his players. And that's why mm-hmm. you may have some that played there a long time that feel differently about Bill, but the majority of players don't have the warm and fuzzy yeah. feeling about Bill because Bill's not interested in that. He's not interested in establishing those type of relationships. And that's something that Jalen can't afford to do because he's an actual player. It's one thing when you're the head coach to your players, but when you're a peer, you're, you're an equal peer. So the players see you as an equal peer. Well, and I've always thought, like, I think Nick is authentically himself, and this is 
mm-hmm. will be who he is. But I do wonder if sometimes he realizes the two people in, in leadership, him and Jalen, with Jalen so much one way, if he has to sway the other. Like, if Nick has to be that super vocal, run-up-and-down guy, because some one of them has to do it. Like, that's my concern with Belichick if they bring him with Jalen, is those are two very similar, like, stoic, like, stone-faced Ooh, personalities. Wait, yeah. Whereas I think with Jalen, Nick's – look, when they were winning, everyone loved it. I think Nick's personality balances well with Jalen because someone up there needs to look like they're having, mm-hmm. you know, like needs to be excited and running all around and all that. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Let's go back to the phones. Black Gritty joins the show. What's happening, BG? Guys, I mean, it's a rare day when all three of you are right, especially when Flip Flops. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> we, could all, we could all nod our head at everything that you're saying, but a couple of things. So Andy Reid, when, when Kelsey got out of control and slamming his helmet, the adult in the room went and grabbed her from the equipment and was like, no, bro, let me go talk to him. Yep. Sit down and stop. Mm-hmm. That's how you correct the ship, okay? And then when you look at Jalen Hurts, uh, Tom Brady was Tom Brady uh, after like three years. The first two or three years, he was not this Tom Brady. Demarcus was running up down sidelines. He was out there doing his job. And uh, one quote that I took from a player who said, we worked for Belichick, we played for Tom. And I was like, okay, I can yeah. really feel that. And I understand right. that. Now, let me give you an example of just real life, and hopefully the mother of my child is not listening. One of the chores my daughter has is she takes the trash cans out to the street and she brings them back in. Her mom picks her up and drops her off and sees her bring the trash cans in. I go to pick her up from her mom's house. It's two or three days after the trash is gone and the trash cans just not the curb. I looked at my daughter and I'm like, why don't you take the trash cans in? She's like, she doesn't ask me to, so I'm not going to do it. I'm like, well, why don't you do it to help her out? She's like, why would I do that? That's something extra for me to do that I don't have to do. I wasn't asked to do it. If she's not going to tell me to do it, I'm not going to do it. When you have a coach that doesn't get you in line, you're, you're, uh, flip-flops, you're right. Uh, if the players are the reason they won and the players are the reason they lost, well, if the players aren't listening to you now and going rogue and doing what they want to do, that means that they don't respect you. And I don't know if Nick on the sidelines with the airplane hands and during the middle of the Super Bowl where your quarterback has to tell you to stop pointing, dude, like we're trying to win a, a very important game here, stop goofing off. I don't know if that dude is the guy who can reel back in a young team who's entitled, got money, and lives in Philadelphia with the media when you have to come out and answer these questions that you don't have an answer for. So I'm just saying maybe the head voice needs to be a guy like the Andy Reid who will go over there and shut it down immediately. Because if you don't have that, the inmates run the asylum. 
and that's the problem we have right now, and that's why I'm over here with Nolo saying get me another coach in here that can reel us back in. And I, uh, yeah. one more thing, uh, you earlier, we was giving you good coach combinations. You was flipping on that too, boy. And he drew a good couple combinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, if you give me a good couple of combinations, <laughs> yeah, I'll listen. Belichick and the enemy, 2024, <laughs> baby. Let's think, let's think. I love Corey to death. But uh, Nick Saban is a billionaire. I don't know if billionaire is going to come back and coach any team. He's got seven new car dealerships he just rolled out right now. He is retired and rich. I talked to you guys. There he goes, Blackerty. Would you rather have Nick Saban or Bill Belichick, uh, Elliot? You can only, the, answer the question. I'd rather have Nick Saban. <laughs> Why? Why? Why do you do this what? Is, what is your obsession with Bill Belichick? Winning uh, Super Bowl. He hasn't won anything without Brady. You can gloss that aside all you want. But well, it's well, he most... won three as a defensive coordinator. And he's Who was his quarterback? Team. Who was Bill his quarterback? Sims. I don't know. No. Oh, okay. oh, defensive coordinator. My bad. I'm yeah. talking about as a head coach. Yeah. If Be- look, if, if Belichick wants be... to be the defensive coordinator, I'm in. If he wants to come here and be the coordinator, let him coach that side I've of the ball. I've seen Nick Saban defenses get cooked in the college game. I don't see Bill Belichick defenses look, get I don't cooked want in the NFL. Either of them, but I have I know, but no we, interest in Belichick. So I'll take my chance on Saban. You don't think Belichick could coach up Jalen? I don't think no. Not him. Not him. I'm, I mean, from a from a mentally tough standpoint. And that, like, he didn't. I don't think he helped Tom Brady be a quarterback, but don't think he didn't help shape some of Tom Brady's mentality. I, I agree with that. Right. I agree with that. But the the way he's managed the quarterback since Brady is concerning to me. Right. Like, Mac but, Jones was good the first year, and then Belichick like botched the staff around him, put no talent around him. Like this art. I'm telling you, you should read this article about. But the, but the offense like, is already set. But is the offense already set? Because everyone's telling me the offense is broken. No, no. I mean, from a personnel standpoint, maybe. Also, I mean, like, there was a lot of – They're going to have to rebuild the middle of their well, offense. Well, this offense, you would agree, is better yeah, than anything for the, sure. it the is Patriots better. have had since yeah, Tom well, let Brady Let Belichick left. get his hands on it for a year, and let's see. <laughs> well, he's working in collaboration. He definitely ain't putting up with that AJ stuff. Well, if that stuff is going on. And this is, oh, he had Randy. This is yeah, – yeah. But he, he got Randy at a good time. Yeah, and he, right? Randy he was out there. Yeah, Brooklyn. he saved him from the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you can say whatever you want about Belichick not wanting personnel control. I don't know too many guys in their 70s that change how they do things, which has been successful their whole life doing it. Larry can say right now, hey, you know, Howie does this and Bill does this, and we're going to – the best GM and the best head coach together, we'll see. In, Sounds in, like a great plan. In, in three weeks, right, like when they're in the draft and Howie wants to draft this defensive player and Bill wants to draft that one, how that works. Well, uh, by the way, if they draft Georgia players this year, is, are we happy or no? No. No, we're, we're, we're out, out on Georgia players. Yeah, we're out on the Georgia players. Back to North Dakota State. Back to North Dakota State. Well, the other State. thing from the locker room, Jordan Davis basically announcing Fletcher's oh, leaving. Oh, I know. You know saying and Jason. Oh, I didn't see the Jason. He said both of them okay. together. He's like, I gotta, well, I he might have gotten that off of, <laughs> <laughs> off of following Schefter. Yeah. But he talked a lot about, you know, being a leader next year and, and all that. Oh, that's things. a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> He's being... <laughs> He's being fine for not being in shape at the end at the end of the year. That's one of our leaders. Yeah. Sounds like a great culture your coach is building over there. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> needs to rush the passer before leader. Does he need to rush the passer? He's a defensive tackle. Yes, he does need to rush the passer. He's not going to be on the ro- he's not going to be on the <laughs> roster in a year if he doesn't rush the passer. Let's sneak in Bam and Upper Darby. What's happening, Bam? Yo, what's going on, guys? Ike Reese, what's going on, John? What's up, Ben? How's that, uh, Ben? Bam. How's that tattoo of uh, Ike and Hugh going? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I was remember last time I couldn't get on because I was getting my I was getting it done, and um, I was like I'm like damn they about to call my name. I heard y'all call my name and I was like couldn't get it done. It was, it was too much pain. I right. couldn't. Because basically, if you if you could rehash it for the audience, you're getting Hugh <laughs> Hugh Douglas jersey on your back with Ike Juice on your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And this is a serious thing. Yes, this is a serious thing. 
I'm with my uh, my mom personal assistant Lala right now. Oh, a personal assistant. Yeah, my well, I'm blind. You know, Jack. I'm, I'm blind. All right, so right, I got, right. Yeah, so I got my personal right. assistant. Her name Lala. Say, awesome. say hi, Lala. Hi, guys. Hi, Lala. What's up, Lala? How's the tattoo looking? Looking great. All right, that's good. I'm excited to see a picture. Of I'm excited. You're gonna be able to tweet this at us, right, Bam? Yes, I'm going to tweet it to you. That's your that's your personal assistant. Sounds like she's 15. <laughs> Everybody says that. Everybody so, says that. But I'm yeah. older than that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Would you? Are you getting an Elliot tattoo? Are you getting an Elliot tattoo on you or no? Me and Jack, maybe. Uh, yeah. Back to back. I'm, I'm telling Elliot, I got I got a Union jersey ready for him to go. Cause there we go. Done. Season begins in a month. <laughs> yes, yes. What's, what, all right, what, what, who do you want to be the head coach next year, Belichick or Sirianni? Belichick. That's right. Oh, my God. This is going well. And what should the name of the show be? All right, it's going to be Afternoons with Ike and Spike and a little shot of Jack. Yeah, I've heard that one a good amount, Bam. I appreciate the call. Shout of Jack. Yeah, I mean, and it does minimize my role, which is fine. <laughs> well, it's tough because... Ike and Spike rhyme so yes, well. That, that's been yeah. hammered in my head. Yes. A lot <laughs> in the last. I like understand. Obviously, you deserve great. to have your name in the title, yes. and you should. It's just hard to. Well, see, I'm trying to figure out. Spritz and Fritz. Spritz and Fritz. Spritz and Fritz is good. Yeah. I. I Fritz and Friends, but no one seemed to really. I mean, Fritz and Friends, obviously, it's not going to be the title, but it is, <laughs> it is good. <laughs> no. you, you can put yourself in the middle of the picture like you did before. With, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that didn't go well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't go well at all. It was just, it was just a joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I we'll have to think of the. We'll, we're we're figuring out the name. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I think it's just going to be Ike and Spike with Jack Fritz. Yeah, I know. It's boring. <laughs> I want to call it the Dream Team. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I like how that minimizes everybody's name. Just you know, just just, just put it there. Yeah. Ike Reese and Co. Yeah, I'm sure you'll think of something. Yeah. Sometimes these sort of. Names for the show really doesn't go well. Don't really work out. Interesting. Well. Yeah. What about what about Ike with Spike and Fritz? Right. I like that. See, I was thinking. I don't know if Spike will. I don't think he will either. <laughs> but he's probably listening to the fans still. So we'll <laughs> is he even one of us anymore? Right, what's yeah. your What's your reaction to Spike coming home? We haven't got your. Thoughts I'm excited. On it. I'm excited. I mean, Spike hired me, so you know, I I owe a lot to him and. I'm super pumped to have him back. I'm excited to hear his Eagles takes. Yeah, like, yeah. We heard him off the air. He was for a actually while. pretty good talking Eagles yesterday. Oh, you're not, 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 you want, you're not uh, excited to hear his Sixers takes, huh? Well, there's only one official Sixers pod. That, see, that's that's what I like, can't wait for. I, so I, I did, that's yeah. what I'm waiting for. I didn't, for. I didn't uh, like the disrespect he said about me as a basketball guy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He really yeah. doesn't he, like he, your he disrespected yeah. your whole clap your hands he, he really podcast. Did. And he really did. But like me and Jack say, like his Sixers pod, whatever the name is, is. Is from the process here. We're now here to win. Right. Now the Sixers win. is The Clap Your Hand is a winning podcast. Correct. Yeah. Well, and his dumb podcast uh, made them re-sign Paul Reed. Yeah, that yeah. was a mistake. Wasting $9 million. Ran Ben out of town. Ran Ben out of town. Is in with the, with the GM. Yeah. He's definitely in with the GM. He's in with the GM. I can't wait. I was thinking, the, I, I like the big show. The big show? Yeah. The big show. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the big show with Ike Reese, Spike Eskin, and Jack Fritz. The big show. And I'm not yeah. letting anyone take my name out for the Spike and Ike, show, Ike, Ike and Spike show because I know it sounds better. It does sound really good. <laughs> I'm not letting them take it out either, big dog. I, I know Ike, Spike, and Fritz. Yeah. I think that's good. You yeah. want Fritz or Jack? Which one you want in there? I don't know. Whichever, I think you got to go Fritz. I'm moving you to Fritzy. Whichever, yeah. whichever yeah, that's one. sort of your name now, Fritzy. Yeah, whichever one keeps my name in it, that's <laughs> that's the one that I'm going yeah. for. I don't really like Jack anymore. Thanks, buddy. Cut I mean, it's a common Cut name that. now. Yeah, Fritz, yeah, yeah. Fritz is more of a. Fritzy is like a. That's a show name, man. That's my nickname. It's like ESP. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Right. 
<laughs> call him Elliot. You call him Elliot. Yeah. Well, and and I make this mistake too because I used to make fun of Seltzer for it. I don't like when people call him E. Yeah. I do. Well, Jordan calls him uh, Eli. He called me Eli in the locker room again yesterday. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Is that a bit by him, or does he not know your name? Well, I'm not going to lie. The first few times, I thought he didn't know my name. But <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's I think it's a, it's a little nickname. That's yeah, good. That's nickname. good. Yeah. Now you got familiar with him. Yeah. That's good. I mean, okay. there's the beat writer you need, yeah, man. I told him thank you for doing the Players Lounge. Yeah, Elliot knows these guys, man. Yeah. He sure does. He doesn't get treated like uh, Jeff McClain. Well, clown. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the clown. The, the clown is hurtful. Hello. The clown is hurtful. It really it's is. A, hurtful. It's a hurtful nickname. It clown, is, man. It's really a shot. When, when you get the, the the Mr. Rogers gif on Twitter, yeah. to one yeah. of your tweets, it's the worst. <laughs> you say, Sit I, down. I, I, I don't know what that's like. Sit down, clown. Yeah, yeah exactly. The clown right. emoji tweeted at me. It hurts. Fletch, man. Yeah, it hurts. He Fletch wanted to get that in. He couldn't wait. On his he, way out. He looked at him like, what? He knew what the question was. He, yeah. he knew where he wanted to make sure. Okay, you, you're asking me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to eviscerate you right now. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, that's a stupid question. That's exactly right. <laughs> Elliot Fletcher's locker was completely cleared I out. Know. Too, by the way, yeah. I know. First time I've ever seen it like After that. After Jordan Davis Schefter broke the news. Yeah, when Jordan moved the stuff out. <laughs> exactly right, Elliot. Fun hour. Uh, hopefully, are you be able to join us next Tuesday? I mean, holy cow! If you'll have me. I mean. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on. Yeah, what am I on, on vacation here? Anything, yeah. I'll be here next. Open week. auditions yeah. for the new show, the big show. Yeah, the big show. <laughs> the big <laughs> show. <laughs> Elliot, thanks Good for stuff. your time. As always, talk to you next Tuesday. I guess we won't do our hit tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, 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 I mean, if you want me on, I'll be. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We could on, be an eventful 24 hours. On the other side, promise we'll get back to your phone calls. Plus, uh, some more. Uh, oh, um, yesterday, a, a former a former Patriot joined Colin Coward, broke down why he wants. Bill Belichick in Philadelphia. Why is it? You hear that next on the on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.